Okay, Mana Seminars, Module Chapter 8, Faith That Works. Tonight is Module 8.3, The Creative Word of Faith. I don't apologise for keeping teaching on faith. You know, every year we need to have an input or just and, and, and gather again our understanding of faith. You know, without faith it's impossible to please God. So we need to have our faith strengthened all the time. Um, I remember um, the lady who started Women's Glow, um, which has run through the country and, and, and from in New Zealand, it started in New Zealand, then went into Australia. Uh, from the States, but that lady was uh, in the church that I was in in Blenheim, and uh, she just had this dream about starting something for women across the body of Christ, where they could come. It was in the days of the charismatic renewal, where women could come. They were hungry after the things of the Holy Spirit, you know, and so um, she she prayed about it, and, and the thing it took off. It took off through our country. And there were just scores of these aglow meetings through the country. And she said, it was the teaching that you gave to me on faith that gave me the courage to get this started. And so she got this in her heart and in her spirit. And away she went and uh, uh, did a great thing for the kingdom of God. She just died just uh, this year, actually. So, uh, but she was a great woman. Rita, Rita Restall. So we're talking about the creative word of faith. Uh, many people read their Bibles and listen to the pastor's messages but still seem to lack faith. Why is this? Hebrews 4.2 gives us something of the answer. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. See? So we can hear things, can't we? We can nod, yeah, yeah, I agree, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we don't mix it with our faith, it just goes in one ear and out the other, if you like. Um, the word of God should profit us. You agree with that, eh? That's why you're here. However, to be profitable in our lives, the word must be, be mixed or united or combined with faith. Hebrews 3 verse 19 says, Israel could not enter the promised land because of what? Unbelief. Unbelief. They said we can't do it. They heard the word Moses and said, we are going in, God has said we're to go in and take the land. And uh, they said, we can't. Because they knew what God wanted, but they didn't mix it with their faith. They just threw a bucket of, uh, of, you know, of cold water on it through unbelief and said, we just can't do it. We're like grasshoppers and so on. They were told they could enter in, but they did not agree. They did not say the same thing as God was saying. They did not mix the word of God with faith. Many people walk out of the services unchanged. They hear the word, but they don't mix it with faith. Yes? You see, so people can come to church for, 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 for weeks, and they just sit there and they hear, yeah, 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 yeah. But one day, faith arises in their hearts. On Sunday, um, we were... We came to church and on the way in, Sophie and I were just praying as we came into church and it was just on my heart and I said, Lord, I just want you to, you know, like Lydia in, in, in Acts chapter 15, um, it just says this, 
this, and I just started to pray this. Uh, it says there that um, there was Lydia, who was a dealer in purple cloth from the city of Thyatira, who was a worshipper of God. The Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. And then she was baptised. And then, you know, when Paul and Silas were then thrown into prison, they got out of prison, and then they went back to Lydia's house. They were been flogged and they were in bad shape by the time they got there. But this, this, and I just, and you know, it was it's just so neat on Sunday that there was this lady in church, and as soon as I said, look, there's people who, you know, you, you want to give your life to the Lord, and she just went like this in the back. And, and, and then as Sophia prayed with her afterwards, tears just coming down her face, you know. The last time I preached, her husband gave her life to the, his life to the Lord. And this week, his wife, when we talked to her, in between these two occasions, we talked to her. And I said, hey, where are you? Oh, she said, I'm not there. I'm, I'm, no, I'm not like him. I'm, don't ask me. I'm not. I'm not there. But you know, on Sunday morning, the Lord opened her heart and gave her the grace to respond to the message. Hallelujah. And she was wonderfully born again of the Spirit of God. That's how it happens, you see. And so you can preach and you can teach, and all, but unless we mix it with faith, unless we respond to the message, we sit there like cabbages. Yeah? And, and, and it doesn't, it's not doing us, it doesn't profit us, the Bible says. In the Bible, there are two distinct Greek words that have been translated word in the English. We, this was raised a week ago, or so a couple of weeks. Number one is the, lo, the word logos. The Greek word logos is translated word in our Bibles. And uh, the, the logos is the sum total of the combined sayings of God. This is the Bible. In the beginning, John 1, was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And so we have the logos the, 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 the sayings of God, the entire saying. This is the word of God. Hallelujah. And, and Jesus' spirit and life is breathed into this, yes? And then at other times when we read in our Bible about the word that, that comes up, it's, it's a different Greek word altogether. It's the word rima, which is a single saying of God. It is an appropriate word spoken on a given occasion. So it is a matter of taking, we have a particular situation that we're in and, and, and the Holy Spirit makes alive a word out of this, a rima out of this, which we need to get into our mouths. We believe in our heart, we need to get it into our mouth and begin to declare what is the rima word or the appropriate word for this situation. Yes? And so that's where the power of God is found. Faith is not brought into being by what God has said. That is Logos. But by us agreeing and saying the same thing as God has already declared, that is Arima. Hallelujah. So that's what we're going to be talking about, is the creative word of faith that is found in our mouths. Yes? So... Uh, the word must be in our mouths for faith to be active. Where was the two-edged sword found in the vision of Jesus? It was coming out of his mouth. Revelation 1 and verse 16. Jesus defeated the devil in the wilderness by using rima faith. 
What did he say? It is written. You know, uh, three times, you know, the devil said, well, the Bible says this. And Jesus came back with a, an accurate word and said, no, it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by, by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. There it is again, you see. And, and he said, it is written, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. And he put, out of the scriptures, he pulls an appropriate word for the occasion and speaks that. And the minute he speaks it by faith, it has creative power. Yes? So it's, uh, it, 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 it's important. The worlds were formed by a word. And the word there is Reman in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 3. It says uh, here, um, where have I got it here? By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command or at God's word. And that's the word Rema sitting there. So, the, uh, so that what was seen was not made out of what was visible. And we know in Genesis chapter 1 that it says the Holy Spirit was hovering over the surface of the deep. Yes? And then the next verse says, and God said... God speaks this word. Let there be. Hallelujah. Light. And the creative power of God begins to create. Yes? Let there be. And then he comes again and he says, let there be. And this is the spoken word. This is the word that is appropriate for a particular occasion. Uh, do you think all I have to do is repeat it enough times and it will come? No, it is not by works. See, there's a, uh, Dave brought it up last week, you know, there is a uh, name it and claim it, and blab it and grab it, and if you just speak enough times, it's going to happen. That, that, begins to, that begins to come into the area of works. If I just do this enough times, it will work. So it's not by faith, it's by works. I'm going to do this, I'm going to get there. Now, so there's a balance. There's a balance between that, and there's a balance between having the faith to speak a particular word and to hang on to that and begin to thank God for it. Romans ten verse seventeen says, "So faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ, by the rema of Christ. Faith comes by what?" Hearing. hearing and hearing by the word. Okay, by the word of God, by the Rema word, yes? Faith comes by hearing the spoken word. This is why people are saved and healed after preaching. When we hear the word, faith is activated. However, faith needs to be active all the time, not just in church. If you are reading the Logos, that is good. If you are speaking the Rema, then faith is is being born. Remember we talked about if we believe in our hearts and confess with our mouth Jesus is Lord, we will be saved. So that confession of our mouth is, is the Rema word that is, is the, uh, the second part of faith. Believing in our heart, confessing with our mouth. When we speak, we hear ourselves agreeing with God and faith comes by such hearing. Remember I said before, a bore is someone who is talking when you want to talk. That's true, isn't it? You're all busting to talk, but I'm talking, so you just can't. When do you hear best? 
when you're talking yourself. <laughs> Nobody else may be listening. But it's true. It's true. Someone else can be talking to us, but we don't, we don't we, we haven't got a clue what they're saying. We're thinking about something else. But we're full of it. You know? And, and so, uh, you know, when you speak a word of faith, it is you that's hearing it. That's the power. Sometimes, you know, that's why I say, it's not always good just to have a quiet time. It's good to have a noisy time. Sometimes when I get a, something out of the Bible, I will read it out aloud. And I will walk as I read it. Hallelujah. And read it out. And I hear it myself. And faith has been birthed in my heart. And I'm building my spirit. Yes? Because faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Amen? And so it's good to, 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 to do that. It's a, it's a good practice. When have we really heard what someone else has said? When we can say the same thing as they have said. When have I heard what God has said to me? When I can say the same thing. If I can't say the same that's why Jesus, it is written. Well, he was on good ground. He knew what God had said about this situation and he was able to, to speak what God had said. Now, not even the devil himself could refute that. He just had to clear off because it was the truth of the matter. Um, so, you know, uh, I, I remember when I was a little kid, I used to have to go up to, um, up to um, Avery's Four Square store and get the, get the groceries at the corner store. Down in Wellington, Hataito, Wellington, where we lived, up the corner, up, across the road, up, and on the corner was Avery's store. And uh, so I, Mum would say, you could go up and get, you, could you go up and get me some things, please? And she'd get, I need a loaf of bread and a pound of butter and six eggs and uh, half a pound of cheese. So I said, right, Mum, have you got, give us the money? And off I'd go. And I'd get there. I'd get up there. And, I, and Mr. Avery said, hello, Ian, how are you? These were the good old days when, you know, the grocer knew, knew all the kids. And I'm looking up over the counter. Hello, Mr. Avery. What do you get up here for? Oh, well, I'm, Mum's sent me up to buy um, a loaf of bread and, um, um, and, and what else? Um, <laughs> oh, oh, I have to go back. <laughs> This happened more than once. <laughs> In fact, as I'm getting older, it's happening again. <laughs> so Mum got you know, a couple of times of this, and she used to say to me then, now Ian, I want you to get a, pound, a loaf of bread, uh, half a dozen eggs, and, and what else? A pound of butter. A and a pound of butter. And she would say, now what are you going up to get? I said, Mum, I'm going up to get a loaf of bread and, um, and, a, and, and a pound of butter and... Um, um, six eggs. <laughs> no. Six. What was he? Six eggs, Ian. Oh, yeah, six eggs. And what else? And... Oh, I haven't got a pound of cheese. Yes. Pound of cheese. So she said, now say it back to me. What are you going to get? And I have to say this about two or three times. So I go, then I'll go, and I'll be saying it up as I go up the street. <laughs> and I'll get back up to the counter. Oh, hello, Ian, back again, are we? Yes. What do you want? I said, I want a loaf of bread, and I want six eggs, and I want a pound of cheese, and I want um, 
Um, um. <laughs> and yeah. some milk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that all? Yes. Okay, then I get it back. So, you know, we only hear when we can say the same thing. Otherwise, we haven't really heard it. And the thing with, with Christians is, is, is that they, they haven't really heard what God has said. And blowed if they could say the same thing as he's saying. And so we have to, you know, the psalmist said, I've hidden the word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And the sin of unbelief is rife. Because we don't know what God said. And so we, we, need, we need to do that. <coughs> Faith that overcomes the world. 1 John 5 and verse 4. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our so what's going to make you a winner? What's going to make you and I an overcomer? It's our faith. It's our trust in God to do what he said he would do if we actually know what he said. You know? I've worked out after a few years. Why do people why did people want to talk to me about their situation? And it's this. I reckon it's this. They've worked out that I know more about what God has said than they do. And they can't find the answer. So we go and talk with someone who we reckon might know the answer. And the answers we give, it comes out of here. Yes. It comes out of what God has said. Because that's where faith is born. That's the overcoming faith. That's the creative word of faith that stirs our hearts and causes us to overcome the mountains and the difficulties that stand in our way. It is our faith that overcomes the world and the devil. Revelation 12 and verse 11 says, They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the, their word of their testimony, of the word of their confession, the rema, that's, and that's the word rema, the word, the, what they've said. They overcame, and we overcome because of what Jesus has done on the cross. Hallelujah. He's won the victory. And then also by what you and I confess. What's coming out of our mouths? Are we talking faith? Are we talking nonsense? Given a particular situation, you see. When the devil opposes our walk with God, we need to speak to him. Or, or the, dev the demons come up and they whisper in our ears all sorts of nonsense. And if they don't, then other people come and, and, and do the same thing. And if they don't come, we, we start talking nonsense ourselves <laughs> in our minds. And so what are we going to replace that with? Hallelujah. You know, when these things oppose the mind of God, imaginations and thoughts that begin arguments that begin to, to rise against the knowledge of God, you know, we've got to speak to them. We've got to speak to them. And it's no use me telling them what I think. We need to speak what God has declared. Hallelujah. That's where our authority lies. We need to speak a word. We say, now listen here, you ugly thoughts. It is written. Hallelujah. And begin to speak into a verse 
uh, and uh, we'll come up to some of these at the end of the session, uh, of what the situation, no weapon that is formed against me is going to prosper. Uh, every tongue that rises up again, he will condemn. This is the inheritance of the saints. It is written, hallelujah, don't you talk nonsense to me. I know the truth of the matter. So listen to this. This is how I talk. That's why I have to shut the door and go on my own, otherwise people think I'm mad. <laughs> but I'm not mad. I'm before the throne of God yeah. and I'm declaring the purpose of God. Hallelujah. And the truth of the matter. And that declaration in my mouth is where faith is birthed. And, and faith comes by hearing. And the more I hear that what God has said about it, the bigger I grow on the inside. Yeah. Hallelujah. And I become a winner. I become an overcomer in this life. I overcome the problems that are starting to mount on top of me. Hallelujah. And, and, and so I start to walk by faith and not by sight. We speak a rima word. It is obviously very important then to know exactly what God has said. Colossians 3 and verse 16. There's a lot of good verses. Chapter 3 and verse 16. But this one says this. Galatians, Philippians, Colossians 3 and verse 16 declares this. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom and as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. I better read it again because there's a lot in it. This is Paul's advice. He says, listen, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what needs to happen. Let the word, the rema, of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish or encourage one another with all wisdom and as you sing psalms, hymns and spiritual songs with gratitude, with gratitude, because you know what you have and what you're, not, you're thinking about what you don't have, in your hearts to God. It was a rich time, and out of uh, and the prophet Isaiah talked about that, that, that the Lord would hear songs coming from the far ends of the earth. And when the charismatic renewal broke in New Zealand, there was a couple called David and Dale Garrett who uh, were wonderfully anointed by God to write scriptures and songs. And those songs went around the world. And they would take verses as God led them and they would just put a tune to them. And they were simple tunes, but people sung them. You'd go to any country in the world and they would sing, this is the day that the Lord has made. And all these scripture songs that we, you know, that we sing. And this was a, a, a great thing. And it was the word of God going into our heart. People were singing the scriptures, yes? And faith was being birthed in their hearts. As, as this was happening, and all that was coming out of this dear couple in New Zealand. And uh, <clears throat> you see, the, the problem is that many Christians know very little of the Word of God. They don't. You know, I, if I started now, what time have we got? And I said, we're going to have verses starting over here. One verse from everybody. And then we're going to go around again. Till we drop out. Wouldn't take long. We'd be dropping out like flies. Because most of us, you know, you'd, someone, Paul would say, 
Uh, oh, John 3.16, for God's sake, I love them. And, and th four others were saying, oh, no, there goes my verse. <laughs> and, 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 and someone else was like, oh, no. And then by the time it got to you, they go, ah, ah, you know. And, and you come around, because I've always got one. John 10.35, Jesus wept. <laughs> so I've already got that up the sleeve. <laughs> okay, so right now. <laughs> you know, and, uh, but... The tragedy is in the church that we don't have, we, don't, we don't, can't say it is written and bang, hit the thing in prayer. Or when someone is, is talking to us, we don't know what to say. You see? Because we haven't hidden the word in our hearts. And we don't know what the, what, what the Bible says. Uh, because we're not quoting it, we're not declaring it, we're not speaking it. And... and, and uh, now, I was fortunate as a little kid uh, being brought up in, 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 a, in, a, in the Elam churches and, and every, you know, man, I didn't miss church. I, I didn't miss church for the first 50 years of my life. But as a kid growing up, I, uh, every week I learned another verse mm. in Sunday school. Mm. Man, Sunday school anniversary came around. We, we, we learned a whole chapters. See? And so over the years... Teenagers, we're still learning verses. Still learning verses. And, and unbeknown to me, God was building my storehouse. Yes? And what a heritage. What a background. What a, what, you know, I guess it was something to do because this was going to be my gifting of, of, of teaching and sharing the word of God. But it, it, was, it was so important. Uh, many Christians know very little of the word of God. Favorite verse, no wonder the depressed and defeated. The word they hear is not mixed with faith and therefore does not profit them. Romans 10, 8, the word is near you in your mouth and heart. That is the word of faith which we are preaching. We must learn the word, Logos, and speak it. It is not what the preacher says. It's not what God says. It's what you say that really matters. Some people speak so negatively that all they can hear is unbelief. Is that right? You've met people like that. You only, you know, it's horrible. After a while, I mean, it does. It's all right for a while. And you see, you think, oh, enough of that. Enough of that. Psalm thirty-nine and verse one, David says, "I said, I will watch my ways and keep my tongue from sin. I will put a muzzle on my mouth as long as the wicked are in my presence." <laughs> but here's it, you know. He, and Proverbs talks about putting your hand over your mouth. If your mind begins to think evil, put your hand over your mouth. David says, Ben, I'm ready to say some things. <laughs> you know, he said, I've met a few stupid people in my day. <laughs> but he says, I put it. I'm not, I'm not going to say what I'm thinking. <laughs> you know, uh, because we, death and life are in the power of the tongue. We are created. God anoints us. That's why, that's why when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God uh, looses our tongues. And we are sealed in our mouths with the creative word of life. And that goes back to Abraham's time. When Abraham became the father of faith, he was given the gift of uh, the, 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 the command of circumcision because he was sealed where the issue of life came from. 
This was the, uh, you know, so he was circumcised because life was given from him. He was, his seed was going to bless the nations of the world. But as Christians in the new covenant, we are sealed by the Holy Spirit and the sign and the gift of that is this ability to speak and to pray and to worship God in tongues because that's where our creative word of life is. That's where it is. You, your mouth is the power of God for you. That's where the two-edged sword... It's no use having... It's, you, you can cart this around all day. You can have it in your back pocket. You can hold it. You can carry it. I tell you, it'll do you no good until it gets into your mouth. That's where faith is. That's where we need to be able to talk. We must learn the word of God and speak it. it is, I've said that. It's what you say. So, okay. They, some people speak so negatively that all can hear is unbelief. They do, in fact, become snared by the words of their mouth. Proverbs 6.2. Jesus said, Mark 4, verse 23 and 24, If any man has ears to hear, let him be listening and perceive and comprehend. And he said to them, Be careful what you are hearing. Amplified Bible. Be careful what you are hearing. What are you hearing? When do you hear the best? When you're talking yourself. What are you hearing? What do I hear? What's my, what's my attitude? Am I thanking God for what I have or I'm moaning and grizzling like a chook in the rain? I don't have anything. You know, or, you know, what am I hearing? Wow. What are our kids hearing? Verses of scripture appropriate to various occasions need to be learned off by heart, then when needed, these verses can be confessed. I'm a great believer in this. I, 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 this, is, this is a practice. This, I have been doing this for years. And I have this confession. I, I get verses of scripture and I learn them. And I, if I'm facing whatever I'm facing, I find some, uh, I let the Holy Spirit give me some verses of scripture and I, and I, and I carry them. And then I begin to speak them. Hallelujah. And I have a threefold confession. You see? I'll speak once to myself, once to the Lord, and once to the devil. So I take a verse. So here's, here's some verse. All things working together for good. So I'm saying, right, Ian, listen to this, my good man. Today, this day, everything, everything is working. Hallelujah. Together for good for you. Because you love God and you're called according to his purpose. And I say, Father, thank you. I declare before your throne that today everything is working. You're going to turn it to good, Lord. I don't know how you're going to get it. It's going to take a miracle. But I'm just going to confess that today everything is working together for good. Hallelujah. Because you called me, Lord. And you love me. And I love you. Hallelujah. It's going to work out. Okay. Yes? This is my commitment. And I say, listen, you devils. You think you're going to muck this, this stuff all up? I'm telling you right now. Listen to this. It is written. All things are working together for good. Because I love God. Because I'm called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. And I'll tell him again. And I'll tell God again. And I'll tell my soul again. Soul, listen to this. And so I declare the word of God. Hallelujah. You know, when we lose our joy, what are we going to say? Until now you've not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. Hallelujah. 
Oh, Lord, I'm losing my joy. This has taken a long haul. This has taken so long. Lord, I'm just asking, I'm going to ask you, hallelujah, for a greater move of your spirit. I'm going to ask you for, for a harvest. I'm going to ask you for more. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask you for souls to be born again. Even though I'm struggling a little bit right now, I tell you what, though, Lord, when I get up to teach, I'm going to believe you to open people's hearts. Hallelujah. And, and every time that happens, my joy is full and so is yours. So let's do this. See, and, I, and I'll confess that and I'll begin to walk in that and, 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 and begin to, to speak it. When I'm tired, as my days are, so shall your strength be. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So listen to this. While I'm still living, man, I will have the strength to do what God's asked me to do. So when you get an old son, yes, but the inward man has been renewed daily. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Hallelujah. How am I going to get With joy shall you draw from the wells of salvation. Isaiah chapter 12. So I begin to thank God for salvation. I say, oh, soul, hallelujah, rejoice. You're born again of the Spirit of God. You're going to live forever. You're going to, you're going to be ushered into heaven. And so rejoice, oh, my soul. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. And I begin to joy in that. I say, God, thank you that you've saved me. And I draw from the way this well of salvation. I think, give you thanks for what you've given to me. That you've called me and caused me to be born again. Hallelujah. Ah, devil, you think you're going to push me down, but I'm coming up. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And I begin to count what I have. And begin to rejoice and begin to praise God. Just like Fran was saying, instead of, you know, the weeping willow, hallelujah, we come up. Cedar of Lebanon, begin to be strong and begin to praise God and to thank Him. When I'm criticized, I use that verse, Isaiah 54 17. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Amen? Amen. Boy, you need that sometimes. Every tongue that rises up and tells me I'm useless and I fail and I'm no good and I'll never make it. Hallelujah. The Lord will condemn this. And I thank you, Lord, as I stand before your throne, my declaration before your presence is no weapon. That is formed against me shall prosper. Hallelujah. Greater is he that is in me than he who is in the world. Thank you, Lord. And I begin to thank God. Then I say to the devils and say to the whispering spirits and my own stupid mind, listen to this. No weapon that you form against me is ever going to prosper. Hallelujah. No tongue that rises up against me and says, you'll never make it again. Hallelujah. The Lord will condemn. You step out of my way, I'm coming through. Hallelujah. So you see, so we've got to get, we've got to take these things and declare them, and and begin in faith. We have faith comes by hearing. hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And you're speaking into the air. You're speaking into the atmosphere. You speak, Hallelujah! You, we are strong. You are reaching heaven. You are touching heaven. You are bringing heaven to earth. You are breaking through from impossibility into possibility. You're moving, hallelujah. You're bringing the fourth dimension of spirit down to deal with the third dimension of the physical world. You are walking by faith and not by sight. You say, well, it still looks miserable. I'm still going to confess what God has said, hallelujah. I'm still going to declare it. See, when I've fallen, I used to have Micah 7, 8. This was one of my great verses. Do not, and I used, to, I knew it in the old. This is in the old uh, King James version. Do not rejoice over me, O my enemy. Though I fall, I will arise. Though I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light unto me. Hallelujah. And so I, I would say that I would speak. Soul, listen to this. You might have gone flat in your face, boy. 
but I'm getting up. Though I fall, I will. Soul, you will stand up again. Though I sit in darkness today, tomorrow I'll be out in the light. Hallelujah. Don't you rejoice. That's, I'd say to God, God, I'm coming up. I'm not sitting down, you said. Hallelujah. <coughs> then I'd speak to the devil. I'd say, devil, I might be on my face and flattened today, but I'm getting up. I'm not staying down here. Though you might have made trip me over, and I might have just fallen over myself, and I might have gone over seven times, but seven times I'm getting up. I'm in darkness today, but tomorrow I will walk in the light of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. And we, and we say that. Uh, and then we go into Psalm 37. Uh, first, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, though he fall. He will not be utterly cast down. Why? Because the Lord upholds him. And I'd say to myself, Saul, you're a good man. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. He delights in his way. Though you might have fallen, though you might have just smucked it all up, hallelujah, the Lord will uphold you with his hand. Saul, the Lord's got hold of you. You're all right. Hallelujah, I'm getting up again. You say, and I put to, and then I say, Lord, thank you. Thank you that you, you call me a good man. I'm still your son. Hallelujah. I'm still your son. My, your steps, Lord, you, you've watched over my steps. But I've fallen, Lord, yet I will arise. Hallelujah. You know, because the Lord, and I'd say that, but he delights in his way. Though he fall, he will not be utterly cast down and thrown down forever. That's what it means. Hallelujah. I say, Lord, thank you that you're not going to utterly cast me down. So I can't get up again. Hallelujah. Lord, you looked after me. For the Lord, Lord, I thank you. You're upholding me. You're holding on to me. It's with your hand. Hallelujah. I put my hand up and walked with the Lord. So, Lord, I've missed the boat, but I'm holding on to you. You're holding on to me, Lord. There's better days ahead. And I'd say, devils, please listen to this. It is written, you see, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and the Lord delights in me. Hallelujah. Though I've fallen, yet hallelujah, I will not be utterly cast down. You're not going to keep me down. You're not going to put your hand on foot on my neck and hold me down and keep me down. You're not going to have the victory over this. You might have won one skirmish but the Lord will win the battle. Hallelujah. I'm coming up. I'm coming up. I'm going to get up. I might have fallen seven times. I'm going to get up eight times. Yeah. Hallelujah. You see, and you either speak to yourself and you either declare the truth of the matter and you might be in misery street and you might be broken and you might be struggling and you might be walking through mud but hallelujah there's better days ahead and I'm still going to hold on to the good hand of the Lord yes, yes. and trust him to turn it to good but we have to get hold of it and we have to get our souls hearing what we're saying and we have to walk in the victory that God has got for us. Hallelujah. Otherwise, we are going to get scared. Otherwise, there'll come a time we won't be able to get up. But hallelujah, when you get down there, you say, don't you rejoice over me, O oh my enemy. Though I fall, I will rise. Though I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light unto me. Hallelujah. And I say, even if a stump is cut to the ground, hallelujah, the scent of water, it will send forth shoots again. So it's great scripture. Those cut to the ground. 
but at the scent of water. When the Holy Spirit begins to move again, hallelujah, shoots start to come out again. The branch started to grow. See? And we have to stand before in the presence of God and, be, and, and, and declare the word of the Lord. David said, Psalm 190, I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin. Don't you think, don't you think the Lord sometimes looks down and, and he's disappointed that, you know, we, we, we get into, into difficulties, we're facing bound, and, 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 and you can hear the, the Spirit of God and Jesus is saying, just... Just speak to the mountain. <laughs> you know, just declare the truth. Come on, son. Rise up. Stand up, for goodness sake. You're an overcomer, aren't you? Oh, no, I'm not. I'm miserable today. My goodness. I've been told I'm miserable. I'm useless. Somebody told me I was useless. I might. I must be. No, you're not, so for goodness sake. And I think the Lord would like to come down and give us a good shake. <laughs> come on, you're my son. You're my daughter. You're a son of the king. Hallelujah. You're a princess. You, you, you. Oh. And we're wandering in like a chook with his head cut off. And, 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 and you know, I mean, I know, hey, I've been there. I know what it's like. I'm not talking just, you know, uh, but I'm not staying there. And there's seasons when you go through the valley. Even the shadow of the valley of the shadow of death. But the Lord's with us. Hallelujah. He's there. Praise God. Passing through the valley of weeping. I'm not staying in the valley of weeping. I'm just passing through. This has come to pass. It's not come to stay. And you have to stand up and begin to declare and begin to thank God and begin to worship Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I pray over our church. And I say, Lord, you've promised to harvest. What am I going to say? Well, it doesn't look like much like a harvest at the moment. But they're coming in one by one. I've been here. I've started with the smallest church in New Zealand. And then it got smaller. But one day it began. One soul at a time. One person at a time. Hallelujah. We had pierced the, the, the wall. We got a hole, punched a hole in the, in the wall of the covering that was holding people from getting saved. We punched a hole in it. One person got, next week, another one. Next week, another one. In a few years, we had baptised hundreds. Say, so what am I going to say? I say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If God be for us, who could be against us? There's a harvest coming in Jesus' mighty name. So this is faith. This is not mind over matter. This is the word of the Lord over the matter. So I want to encourage you to, you know, sometimes I, I can't remember all the scriptures or anything like that. So I, I, I get it out and, and I'll say, uh, Mike, 7 and verse 8, and I'll have it here. Here it is. And uh, I've got it underlined here. Of course I have. I need it. So here it is. Don't you gloat over me. Oh my. Then when I come to the devil, I say, don't you believe this? Read this. And I'll walk. I say, read this. And if you can't, I'll read it to you. 
See? And I read it out. I declare. I've moved out from praying. I'm moving out to declaration. I'm speaking the word. You know, not praying to the mountain. I'm speaking to the mountain. Hallelujah. And to the problem. And you'd be surprised. You can shift things in the spirit. We can shift things. Hallelujah. In the spirit. Amen. Ah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's how, you know, we got our house. When we were in Auckland, we couldn't get a house. But one day the Holy Spirit said to me, what are you doing in rented accommodation? I said, well, I can't get a house. That's why I'm in rented accommodation, because I don't have enough money. And I've tried. I've tried for six months, and I can't do it. I've looked and looked, and I can't do it. He said, well, if you haven't got enough faith to jolly well get your own house for your family, you're the provider, aren't you? Yes. Well, you could be out in the street in a week. And he, he challenged me. He said, and this is, he said, if you don't have the faith to get a house for your family, you'll never have the faith to build the church I've called you to. Amen. Ooh, that got, that got my attention. <laughs> I got up and I started to walk for 20 minutes, 25 minutes. I walked around that place. I started to shout. I started to praise God. I told myself, soul, get this out for goodness sake. I told the devil to get his hand off my house. What the hang was he doing? Hold, hang on to it. And I rebuked him and, and told him to get his thieving, rotten claws out of my house. And, 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 and I thanked the Lord for my house. And I rebuked the devil. And I thanked God. And I praised him in anticipation. Hallelujah. And I thanked him. Oh, God, thank you. And I, I was had it by 25 minutes. And <laughs> And I sat, I sat down in the seat. I said, that's enough, Lord. I've, I've got it. I've done it. I wasn't sitting down 20 seconds and the phone went. The joker rings up and says, hello, you looked at my house three months ago. Are you still interested? <laughs> I said, here it comes. That was a quick work. I am interested. It was a lovely house. Looked over the water in Auckland on the North Shore. I said, yes, I'm interested. He said, well, you better come up and talk to me. I said, okay. I said, but he, I said, I haven't got any money. <clears throat> Don't say that, he said. He loaned us the money at half the interest rate. The interest rates were 21% for a first mortgage and 23% for a second mortgage. And I needed two. See, all of a sudden it broke. Why? Because there was a silly, bald-headed fella who had the temerity to stand and declare the purpose of God and the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And out of heaven. Out of heaven. Out of heaven. Hallelujah. Out of the fourth dimension into the physical, out of impossibility into possibility, out of darkness into light. Amen. Hallelujah. If God be for us. Amen. Oh, Father, you're such a good God. Forgive us for the times, Lord, where we've, we, we just haven't believed you. We've wandered around, Lord, wondering how on earth it could ever happen. <coughs> 
And all the time you could see it. And we couldn't. So Lord, I pray that you'll do what you did for Elisha's sermon. And Lord, that you'll open our eyes. So we can see what we do have, Lord. And not be caught up and distressed by what we don't have. Lord, help us to walk by faith and not by sight. Help us to trust you more, Lord. Help us, Lord, to get these rivers of living water flowing within us. Help us to have an overflow, Lord. Oh, God, we just praise you, Lord. You're such a good God. I thank you for these people, dear people that have come, Lord, again. and Lord, with all the busyness of the week, and they've come and just to sit at your feet, Lord, and just to sit at, under your word and let it soak into us. Lord, and just refreshing us and renewing us. And Lord, our spirits are, are alive right now. Our bodies might be a bit tired, but Lord, they'll recover tonight. And then we have this deposit of your word in us. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I pray that we will hide your word in our hearts. Lord, when you speak to us something good from the Bible, we'll underline it and we'll remember where it is. And even learn it off by heart during the week so we've got some ammunition. Because you know what's coming up, Lord. And you prepare us and give us the right things so we're ready. So, Lord, it's exciting to walk with you and Father, may this word be mixed with faith. In these hearts, Lord, I pray. And may we together rise up to be the men and women that you always created us to be. Winners, overcomers in this life. In Jesus' name and by his grace. Amen. Amen. Amen.